Welcome to the Queer Arabs Podcast. This is Alia. This is Nadia. And we have a guest here with us. In which person. Is in person, which is so rare. Hi. Thank you for being here. <laughs> Can you introduce yourself? Tell everyone yeah. like, what, what's your deal? What's, your... what's my story? Yes. Yes. So my name is Fadl Fakhouri and um, I'm an artist. <laughs> and I typically work in performance, image, and sculpture. Um, and yeah, I'm kind of like in a new phase where I'm really taking my career super seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I when it comes to my work, I make work that centers around the concept of borders. And this can be borders of the state, identity, interpersonal boundaries. Um, and yeah, I just like to break down and understand what a border is and how to make it mine, dance around and play with it, all of that. Yeah. So I guess to give like some more context, you want to maybe describe a recent work that you've done? Mm. Yeah, well, I think maybe, yeah, I'll start with my show because um, I'm doing my MFA at Columbia and we just had our first year show. And what that piece consisted of was a sculptural, it was an installation with a highway running up the wall, like on the ground up the wall. And on both sides of this highway, there were two monitors and um, one monitor was supposed to be, I mean, they're both monitors displaying two performances. And um, so one was my Palestinian history or the history that kind of led to my being born and raised here in the States. Mm -hmm. And then the other was my narrative here. Um, And yeah, there's like, I don't know, I use the highway um, as a border that is crossed, but yeah, I don't know how in depth I should go, but keep going. Yeah, yes, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so there's like, and I guess maybe we can make this like the cover image or something. Yeah, um, let's do it. Yeah. But there's one side of the highway that's dashed and one side that's solid. So, mm-hmm. so the Palestinian narrative, the Palestinian character crosses. Mm-hmm to the um you know the u.s side and um because on the left side where the border is solid this character can't go back so this is supposed to symbolize how i have this disconnect i don't feel fully integrated there but um i'm still attached to there i'm still informed by there there's still that generational trauma um and information that's passed down from you know that culture yeah yeah Beautiful. So, do you feel like the the dashed lines are like permeable boundaries, and then mm. the hard lines are like yeah, like a yeah. hard line? Yeah, no, literally. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I feel like it's interesting because I'm kind of in a new phase of my practice where I'm really focusing on the gray area, the in between, the not so black and white, mm-hmm. and I think that that installation was very much so a send off um, from my black and white way of thinking or black and white display um yeah and yeah um yeah (laughs) so you said you're in a new phase where you're taking your work really seriously meaning that hasn't always been the case um how'd you get there i guess what i mean by seriously is in terms of like professional practice yeah um i was always really dedicated to it and um i mean just like some information about myself i used to 
work in healthcare, like my whole undergraduate mm-hmm. degree was in or is in molecular and cell biology. So oh, yeah, wow. but I was always like doing art and, you know, being featured in shows and um, talking to artists, relating to artists, like having a little artist community. But I just, you know, I was, you know, told by my parents that if I didn't become a doctor that yeah. I'd be out on the streets and um, feel that. <laughs> yeah. at some point I just realized um, really quickly after graduating that uh, that like I was working in healthcare and I realized this is it like I'm working this is gonna be the rest of my life and that felt super scary to me mm-hmm. yeah. and so yeah I also realized that I needed to be dependent on myself and make myself happy happy rather than rely on my family for uh, happiness and approval and all that yeah 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 sometimes you just have those gut feelings that's like this yeah i should be happy with this Mm -hmm. this is supposed to be yeah the thing but but why is this why does it give me this like pit of dread in my stomach yeah yeah i could kind of say the same about art (laughs) to an extent right (laughs) but it's kind of in reverse it's like oh i feel like the guilt of like not making my family happy i guess but then back then it was like oh i feel the guilt of not doing what i'm supposed to do and yeah i mean i'm still really glad and fortunate and privileged to have that um, education in biology it's definitely a stable field and whatnot yeah and then also, I mean, going to Colombia is, again, even more privilege. Awesome. Yeah. When did you start Columbia? So I'm about to start my second year now. Um, okay. So yeah, one year in, thesis year. And yeah. yeah, I have a really good idea of like what I'm doing with my practice. Um, yeah. I'm very much so a fan of creating a blank canvas and starting fresh and new. Um, I just hate walking into a room where it's all cluttered. So that's kind of how I feel in my studio right now. It's just mm-hmm. like, oh, these ideas are so kind of out of touch for me. And I get bored super fast too. So that's why I have to work fast as well. And mm-hmm. um, it's also a reason why I'm driven by a, res- uh, by a research-based practice. Um, so I'm always reading, gaining information, all of that, looking around with intention and just existing. But... Um, when it comes to making the work, I work in bursts, pretty much. Yeah, I feel that. I think, I, I don't know many artists who just, like, are able to create nonstop every day. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it is yeah. a draining. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> it, it can be energizing and also draining. Yeah, I mean, I don't work that way. Um, yeah. I know people that can and do treat their work as a nine to five basically um you know like go to the studio early in the morning got my coffee i'm gonna like work on this painting this sculpture Mm -hmm. this video whatever it may be yeah um yeah i'm just like really sporadic um kind of chaotic but i feel like the imbalance leads to i don't know it's like out of the box so i get to see new things if i keep myself in this box of routine then I don't know. I feel like I'll make the same work all over again. Yeah, like it might stifle. Yeah. What could come out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there is some benefits to staying in the box, so you kind of have like a good idea of what the box is, so you can avoid it, right? Oh. Yeah. It's always a weird (laughs) balance between finding like a consistent practice and then allowing for like 
chaos. Yeah. Yeah. Well, also, I mean, I'm in a, I'm in a phase of a lot of chaos, I guess, because I just moved here in January too. Um, oh right. Yeah, I, I moved from the Bay Area and. Uh, I wow. came here because I wanted more drama. <laughs> Not did, like, did he yeah. find it? I, yeah. <laughs> I, I think too much drama, but then I, you get to a point, I feel, where it's just like, okay, this drama is just like how it is here and... Mm-hmm. you kind of have to not let it get to you because yeah. there's just so many people here. You're bound to have like yeah. conflict and tension with different people. Yeah, so, totally. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I did notice like, um, I just, I mean, Nadia's been living in New York for a long time, but I just moved here a little less than a year ago. Mm-hmm. And just so much happened since moving here. Yeah. You know, like, Things just escalated in many areas of life, many mm. areas of life, and it's just like true. A very, it feels like very New York type of thing of like a lot of intensity. Mm. It's just like if you put a lot of stuff yeah. together. Yeah. 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 One one million yeah. percent. Yeah. yeah. It's just right. like there's something's so, gonna react. Yeah. There's so yeah. many people. It's like we have to have all these new combinations, mm-hmm. um, and yeah. 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 I mean, this kind of reminds me of a conversation I was having the other day about um, New York. And mm-hmm. uh, I have this, I don't know, I feel like there's two truths. It's kind of like, you know, what's like the truth and then what is more so, like what is fact, right? And then what is more so popular belief and what is manifested. And mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's kind of like there are two New Yorks. It's just like there's real New York yeah. and then like people who are like born and raised here and just like, even people that aren't born and raised here, but just like New York as a place yeah. where things happen and people live. But there's also this, I guess, like a theoretical New York that drives people. And then because people are trying to play this like video game New York, I guess, yeah. it ends up manifesting in reality. Yeah, so. I guess if you go into it with that mindset of like, oh, New York is a dramatic place. Like, right, they're, yeah. Like they're acting out sex in the city. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, or well, like... I don't know. I think like people who have it, I don't know, for me too, like before coming to New York, there was this like kind of idea of what it must be like. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that everything happened the way I expected at all. None none of it happened how I expected, but I also like had a picture in my head that things were kind of more intense and chaotic. And -hmm. they are than like the places I lived before. And it might have been my own doing without me even, like, being conscious of it. Interesting. I feel like for people who move to New York for, like, the arts, there's, like, this kind of... Mm. Or if you're... There's this kind of, like, halo people put around it. If you just said, mm. like, I had I had a showing at, like, List New York venue. People right. assign some, like, importance to it. Yeah, And yeah. then really it could be, like, just some, like, I don't know, some... 30 minute basement show. <laughs> yeah. But which, from the outside, it yeah. seems so like, oh, but you did the uh-huh. thing. <laughs> and I, I mean, that kind of gets more hype now, anyways. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I mean, me personally, I don't really relate to these blue chip galleries in Chelsea. Yeah. I, I'm really mm-hmm. bored of them. And I think that's kind of what's happening right now. Um, I feel like a lot of LES um, galleries, Chinatown, that whole thing. And, um, yeah, that's like kind of where, and Brooklyn, of course, yeah. are kind of what's in. But also, don't listen to me. Like, I just moved here. Like, I don't, who knows? Like, <laughs> well, I 
yeah. mean, everyone gravitates toward their things. So, mm-hmm. like, even if you just moved here, I feel like mm-hmm. you you maybe already have a sense of like certain scenes you're gravitating toward. And, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I kind of already know, kind of the scene that I'm gravitating towards, and it's not really so present here. I feel, or okay. it's, yeah. or, I don't know. I feel like we're really living history. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like building up. We don't really know what's going on, and I feel like even more so as you know, part of this Palestinian diaspora. It's like we don't really know. Um, I mean, yeah, there's not necessarily that much of a history. Um, I feel like also a reason why, um, you know, this recent um, progress in advocacy for Palestine has taken place is because we have, as a diaspora, made a kind of like a solid foundation for ourselves here. Um, Like, we can't be ignored anymore. It's not just like, I don't know, my parents' generation of kind of Mm -hmm. trying to get us to both assimilate but then also not assimilate yeah yeah mm. uh it's kind of weird i don't know i know what you mean like yeah. i'm not palestinian but i feel like just like a lot of immigrants it's mm-hmm. like you we do this thing in the house and this thing outside the house mm-hmm. and yeah you like hold on to the thing but also become a doctor <laughs> true 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 yeah yeah huh. yeah. yeah i don't know if that mm. that was a terrible description of no it. no yeah. i mean it totally I don't know, I feel like, like, um, sometimes as a kid I felt like my parents had this very particular rules of code switching that, like, were totally lost on me as a child, and, like, is this thing good or bad, Mm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, well, the thing is, my parents kind of have sort of opposing views, Yeah. or I guess more so, like, they have similar views, but my dad is more pro-assimilation, I guess, Yeah. whereas my mom has always not she's kind of like resented living here mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. yeah i don't know there's a whole lot of tea on that yeah. i guess do you want to yeah. go into it um i yeah. mean not too much it's okay. just like yeah it's just like i have a, a like the way that i was raised was very much like oh do i like this place that i'm in or do i yeah. not like this place that i'm in Where and i guess like up? yeah where'd well, you grow up oh i grew up in the north bay in okay. wine country like oh so yeah there yeah okay. yeah so um in Petaluma, California, and uh, you I kind of yeah. Not, wait, were you? In I, I, I lived. No, I lived. Um, I lived in Sunnyvale for a few years. Yeah, I don't know. Like Petaluma's, uh, it's like half farm town, half suburbs, and yeah, I was like the only Palestinian there, so that's like a good idea of like what it was <laughs> like. Um, and then did my little undergrad in the East Bay. Um, and that was much better. I feel like I literally left my heart in Oakland. Um, mm. But then I got too acquainted with the Bay. You know, I, I really knew North, East, South, all of it, like yeah. the back of my hand. And it was time to dip. <laughs> um, I feel like a lot of people just feel that way about wherever they've mm-hmm. lived for yeah. their whole lives. Yeah. yeah, I do feel some sort of desire to return. But mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see how it plays. I'm really caught up in the present and where I am right now to even think about That's good. You know, yeah. where I'm going next. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know if everyone can hear this, but there's some really dramatic thunder going on. Yeah. <laughs> the so drama yeah. that I was searching for. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
By the way, so do you want to tell the listeners what just happened this summer? Like what you did? Oh yeah, you I just got back yeah. I got back from somewhere. <laughs> this like place you may know of it i might have dropped it a little hint but i was in palestine (laughs) yeah yeah what yeah so i was in palestine um and that was a whole thing actually um i was only there for like three weeks um Mm -hmm. i can't really handle my family that like much longer than that and yeah i mean i feel that that trip was the most intentional trip that i had ever made to palestine i'd been a bunch of times like um you know summers and all of that growing up um have like my little dual citizenship so and like 99 percent of my family is there um even my sister she's um she like did her university education in Palestine got married is living in Palestine oh, wow. um, yeah my family they're in Khalil um, and literally like all of them are in Khalil I have a few uncles in the bay um, mm-hmm. but yeah I I really had so much intention with this most recent trip because I wanted to get a lot of answers and a lot of confirmation and mm-hmm. develop new associations with Palestine and so really like improve my relationship to Palestine because I feel like it had gotten tested um, especially regarding queerness and how my family had reacted to it and yeah that's the whole thing but I mean I went to visit my family um, but also I wanted to make it my own trip so I wanted to have my own schedule still and feel like a real person um, so <laughs> yeah well, is that like an yeah. appropriate sound effect? Yes, yes. It kind of sounds like this. Um, I'm I'm actually working on a film uh, about my trip there, um, and there's this like intro where it's like very dramatic like that, and um, yeah. I mean, I think the working title. I don't know. It could be something along the lines of like, "What the fuck is Tel Aviv?" Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And that's because. Um, I snuck into, I mean, I don't want to call it Israel, of course, but like 48, as yeah. many Palestinians will call it. Yeah. Um, so I snuck into 48 literally through like barbed wire fences with holes in them. Um, I thought I was just going to be taking like a little tour bus that had gotten a permit or whatever, but it was like, nah, you have to like climb through these fences and. Wait, then, I love this. Yeah. No, I mean, I documented the whole thing and whatnot. And. Um, as I documented a lot of my trip and I'm still working on like the politics of it and what I want to reveal like oh am I gonna get anyone in trouble especially with that scene like you know so I still have to like talk to some people who have done this work um, some established Palestinian artists or just like artists who you know have done work that could get people in trouble um yeah like people who are still there right yeah 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 okay. i mean also yeah. right like checking my own privilege like i'm visiting like i can leave yeah um i go into this like zone and it becomes like a, I don't know I, I i tell people it's like an oppression vacation which is yeah, right because yeah. oppression is super negative but then vacation yeah. is positive so it's like that's exactly how it feels yeah um yeah like I don't know, like, got my little face pointed at by uh, a border, like, Israeli border police uh, soldier with a rifle, like, you know, like, 
a taste, you know? Yeah. And it's like, but I get to leave, you know? It's so weird. Yeah. It's it's weird. Yeah. I that's yeah. and that's why this film is so much of a a processing for me and it's really the first project in a while that I've been super engaged with and feel like, "Oh, I must go to my studio. I have to work on this film." Um but yeah, I mean, I snuck into 48. I wanted to build my own foundation. Um yeah, build my own relationships. Wait, but I say that. <laughs> yeah. The is just like. Yeah. The on the podcast. Part of the. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I mean, like side note, I'm a Leo. Leo season. Wait, when's your birthday? Well, you don't have to say that. No, it was July 27th. Oh. Um, cool. I was in the sky actually, um, for poetic reasons. That um, is poetic. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to make a little gesture, and, you know. I pushed my flight back a couple of days so that um, it would be easier for me to get back since the hours of like the checkpoint were open later that day, but also a poetic gesture. Um, And yeah, um, I, yeah, I mean, back to what I was saying about building my own foundations and connections to Palestine. Um, Yeah, I got to link up with a bunch of artists there, um, a lot of Palestinian artists, a lot of queer Palestinian artists, and like, I don't know, yeah, I, so it's like, now I have like a, a more well-rounded view of um, Palestine, or like my, my feelings and knowledge base are much more expanded, it's not, it's not this like romanticized image that I feel like a lot of Palestinian diaspora kids have, um, and it's also not this pitiful image as well you know I got to experience all sides um, yeah. pretty much it's good you got to mm-hmm. kind of form your experience this time because I'm sure yeah. before it's like it's yeah. also hard when you only, you're only exposed to something through your family yeah okay oh. I didn't mean to be that, that dramatic like you know family slides just Okay, Thunder. We get it. We get it. I'm manifesting this. Yes. This is very Leo energy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. yeah. Wow. (laughs) That's cool. Did you, um, did you by chance link up with anyone from Alcaus? Uh, I didn't. I, uh, I didn't have the chance to. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because they're based in Jerusalem, right? Yeah. Yeah. I I was there. They're kind of, they're kind of. They're a little more based in Jerusalem. They, they're mm. try. They're a little all over the place, but right, of yeah, course, yeah. 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 But um, yeah, no, I mean, this isn't okay. the end. You know, I'm yeah. going back there for sure. Yeah. Unless like I'm not allowed or something, but we'll see. <laughs> you can sneak yeah. In. <laughs> um. Yes, I'll sneak in again. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. I. Yeah. I don't How did you make those? <laughs> 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 Definitely the first storm podcast you've ever had. Yes. Yeah. I'm all about first. Yeah. Yeah. Until I wasn't about first. Because I feel growing up, I used to always want to do things for the first time. And I was always curious. So it would be first, even down to like, oh my God, I've never like stood on one foot in an elevator growing (laughs) up. And then, yeah, I've just always had this really curious spirit and. Uh, that's definitely played a role in my practice, um, so I don't get bored. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, 
What are you, um, so, okay, so you started grad school mm-hmm. in the pandemic. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Was that your first time starting grad school in a pandemic? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, hopefully it's my last time, yeah, too. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was my first time, and it was really, um, I don't know. It was, like, intense for a lot of reasons, I feel. Um, and I don't think it was necessarily too different than how, I don't know. I, like, tried to put a silver lining on difference, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Obviously not at the expense of people's lives and whatnot, but... Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I just have a very solo way of working, I guess. I feel like within my program, I'm kind of the only one who's like doing what I'm doing, how I'm doing, right. and like concerned about the politics that I'm doing. Um, yeah. And what, yeah. what's like the title of your program? Oh, so I mean, it's the MFA in visual arts. My discipline is technically new genres, which okay. just means that I don't know how to stick to one thing um so yeah yeah. right it's uh, there's like the painting discipline the sculpture discipline printmaking photo Mm. uh moving image i'm just like let me do all of that when i feel like so do you feel Um, like you're kind of like most people are either are sticking to one discipline or they're just mm -hmm. more in there for like traditional i'm working on crafts reasons yeah dealing with the politics of their Mm. work yeah. That's oversimplified, but... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess it also depends on the year. Yeah. Um, right. Like, it changes every single year. Um, but, I mean, different people do different things. I think it's a very... I wouldn't say a diverse program, because there needs to be more, like, yeah. diversity and whatnot. Like, yeah. even in, like, faculty and whatnot, I really want someone who is Palestinian. <laughs> I've had a lot of Israeli professors, um, mm. some that are like anti-Zionist, some that are like kind of more so like liberal. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've had like a lot of support from um, different professors and whatnot, but I feel that it's been like a really good space for me to learn and um, even if I don't agree with some of the things that I learn, I definitely am like taking on things that I can have opinions about and that I have strong opinions about and I guess that's the whole point of discourse I guess and yeah this also kind of reminds me about this one thing that I've been sticking by which is that you have to make a mess in the kitchen to make a good meal and Mm. so I feel that things are really messy and when it yeah if you want to make something really good you have to go through something that's a little bit chaotic and frantic and messy and you won't know the answer until like you get through it and tidy up um right yeah, yeah we all have to like be willing to be uncomfortable yeah in order to learn whatever i like, relate to making a mess of cooking. yeah <laughs> all i ask is that you know people have the patience and you know i have good intentions and mm-hmm. um I love giving people the benefit of the doubt, um, maybe sometimes too much, but yeah, I don't know. I give yeah. people chances, and that's pretty much all that I ask from people. It's like, it, I'm working with very traumatic, emotional material, you know, right. um, yeah. especially as someone who's not on the ground there, right? Um, so yeah, it, it can get a little tricky, but you know, like, we're all on the same team. I want the best for everybody. Um, right. 
you know, I'm sending mwahs to everybody. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I get it in my own way. Even like starting this podcast, there, and I still have this doubt all the time. Like, am I Arab enough? But mm. then I have to talk myself into like, I'm just as much yeah. in the community as like other, as other people. It's just we all have our own experiences. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I also relate to like the idea. I don't know. Like, there's. Trauma in the art world is weird because there's yeah. like there's so much like wanting to consume it, mm. but then there's also like but not too much. Yeah. And um, I, mm. I I feel it's it's just really tough to navigate, especially when yeah. you feel like you're very in between about is this my trauma or somebody else's. Or also, if even if it is mm-hmm. your own trauma, it's like, am I allowed to? traumatize other people yeah. it's like mm. no <laughs> but but yeah i don't know also learning the kind of like i guess the borders of it um yeah. like the trigger warnings all of that um i don't know it's yeah. really case by case because sometimes a trigger warning is like maybe just the text of what it's about it can be enough of a trigger warning um yeah. right yeah uh, i don't i definitely don't want to just like present like blah like here's my trauma or like here's just like violence um but also that's kind of not what i'm trying to make work about actually because you know being a palestinian american i'm so privileged and so i feel that a lot of my work uh inherently is about privilege um the privilege of being here the privilege of being able to talk about certain things like the the physical distance can also serve as an emotional distance um yeah when talking about violence and also i don't know i don't want to talk about violence all the time and i feel like a lot of artists say this um a lot of artists from uh a lot of minority artists will say this um so yeah i mean that's what this film that i'm working on is about um i want to show the different sides you know i uh, I I went all over and I was in Ramallah at one point in this super super expensive wealthy area like all of the shops at this mall were um, you know US shops and right. I, I just was I don't know because what we hear about Palestine is all of like the violence yeah. and right. we don't get to see you know the more middle-class upper-class um, parts that's of Palestine true, yeah so that's what I'm trying to share you know like obviously we should talk about the violence but we should talk about everything um, that will provide a more well-rounded humanized picture because like yeah I, yeah I, I but also I just remember you know being at this mall and thinking well I'm literally like 50 miles away from Gaza you know which is really insane that's God, yeah that's yeah. yeah, so Palestine is a very uh, various, <laughs> variable, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, diverse land and people and all of this. There's so many different narratives, and right. I'm living one of those narratives outside of the land. So that's a whole thing, too. That's its own thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are there any artists or people you talk to that um, you want to like give a shout out to, or you feel like you can mention? <gasps> Oh yeah, uh, artists that I talk to. Yes, shout out to Muhammad Tuhi. <laughs> shout out to Matasam. Shout out to Elias. Uh, I love all of y'all. Yeah, they were so great. Um, 
Yeah, I that was amazing because it was it was um, there were a lot of exhibitions going on mm -hmm. um, for like graduating classes and all of that, and I got to see some really cool, amazing work. Um, and oh, cool. yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I saw Muhammad's uh, exhibition at the University of Haifa, and uh, his work is uh, so amazing. You should check him out. Oh, yeah, so okay. talented, so talented. Yeah, yeah, we'll drop it. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, no, I mean, I also went to the Tel Aviv Museum, which that was also like, oh. yeah, I'm just like, also like en route from Khalil to Tel Aviv, I was just like, what am I doing? Kind of like, is this like bad, good, neutral? Like, am I allowed to be doing this? And I was just like, you know what? I just want to go and explore. It's just like, it's like BDS doesn't work the same way, you know? It's like, yeah. you know, like I go anywhere in Khalil or any grocery store in Khalil and there's going to be like products that yeah. are like, you know, made by, you know, who. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, that's a, a whole conversation, but. That's a good yeah. reminder, like nothing can be mm -hmm. simplified in the way that often. Right, and it's not the same. I mean, con yeah. context. Context, it's, yeah. It's yeah. Important. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, I went to this museum, Tel Aviv Museum, and uh, also this entire time that I was in Tel Aviv, I was just super anxious um, mm. because I was literally undocumented, <laughs> like right. for a brief minute, and uh, I felt like everyone was linked to the police and was gonna like get me in deep trouble. Um, yeah, I don't know. I was trying mm. to figure out like what the hell is Tel Aviv, and it really felt like the weast you know <laughs> like that's funny oh, like, like you know west that. and east yeah. the weast and i was just like what the fuck is this wait um, is that a thing or did you just it must word? be a did thing i'm a coin word? that though you like <laughs> the weast <laughs> yeah um it sounds kind of like yeast also yeah, yeah. i don't know why that's shout out to yeast <laughs> it helps the bread rise <laughs> 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 Oh, yeah oh also shout out to the the san francisco yeast like we're like known for that okay yeah oh, yeah. Really? yeah san francisco sourdough like wait did through. you make it no oh, okay <laughs> i never made it either no but yeah. i feel okay i feel this is, i don't know where i'm going with this <laughs> i'm gonna try a metaphor here yeah um, i feel like the, the the thing in quarantine which i talk about on almost every episode <laughs> people were oh, sending oh. each other sourdough starters and we didn't know how this disease spreads mm. but everyone thought it was the coolest thing ever true that feels like like an equivalent of television <laughs> so so true bestie <laughs> we're gonna go with it but no i mean yeah i was i was in the weast and um i was trying to figure out what the fuck tel aviv is or just like what the fuck Israel is I have like quotation marks mm -hmm. or yeah yeah and like because it's uh, a settler colonial genocidal apartheid state in progress we don't really necessarily know exactly what it is as a culture um, that's kind of what I was trying to figure out with my time there um, just like you, when I tell you uh, a place I tell you a country any country in the world um, even if you don't know anything about it, you still kind of have some sort of associations with it. Um, right. Like, yeah, I don't know. I tell you about Spain. I tell you about Italy. I tell you about okay, Canada. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
and you kind of just like, oh, I have an image in my head. But when I tell you about like what's Tel Aviv or what's right. Israel, like all of that, it's just like, I don't know. As a culture, it's like, right. is it anything or is it, it's just violence. And I guess like anything that is claimed to be culturally Israeli is inherently violent because it's uh, assuming to replace what is there or take what is there as its own. Right. Um, the culture isn't separate from the state. It's used by the state, of course. Um, and yeah. yeah, so on yeah. that note, what was going on at the museum? Oh, the museum? I mean, Tel Aviv also is the definition of liberalism. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. I, 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 you go there and it's like, and also like I went to this restaurant in Haifa and it's just like on the, on the door, it's like, and Haifa's ter- coined, or not coined, but it's assumed to be the, like, the town or city of coexistence when mm-hmm. that's obviously a facade, like, mm-hmm tensions rise there all the time like it gets tested all the time and it's like coexisting or is it just like existing with there's with a hegemonic structure it's the latter of course um but so yeah i see this sign at this restaurant in haifa and it's just like so similar to the u.s so similar to liberalism i mean it is liberalism but it's like oh all races, all religions, all genders, all blah, 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 welcome. And it felt very much so like how politics takes place here, like yeah. performativity of politics and... Um, the like, we don't see color type of thing? Yes, like yeah, that kind of- like that, but then also, I mean, how that get like, for example, like Black Lives Matter, how that gets uh, co-opted by the state or and... Um, yeah. Right. You know, like even, even though like Black Lives Matter is such a respectful like movement and whatnot, it gets uh, it gets co-opted and commodified totally. and like um, like in DC where they painted Black Lives Matter on the street. Right. They didn't the right. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like we know like that. That's why I had like such an icky feeling when I saw that. Like obviously, like I'm like down for that like, like the, the content yeah. is good but the function is different yeah like how content. it's yeah, yeah, yeah how it's being used yeah. is not really that valid and not following suit right um and yeah i mean it kind of reminds me how yesterday i was with a friend um and we were walking by marsha p johnson park and it's just like also it's like privatized so it's like closed at night so no one can access it mm-hmm. and it's just like irony in williamsburg in like this yeah. very wealthy white area <laughs> and it's just like this isn't even Marsha like would Marsha want this this doesn't even seem like Marsha's vibe like (laughs) but anyways like back to this Tel Aviv museum it's just like liberalism um and there's this exhibition and it's about I don't know I was so confused because I assumed that they would just act like oh Palestinians don't exist or like Palestine doesn't exist but I go into this museum and there's this exhibition on uh like call it's about borders and about lines mm-hmm. being erased and um, basically like using satellite imagery or no I don't know if it was satellite imagery but these photographers took photos of the land and um, there's actually a regulation that satellite images can only be like I don't know this much high quality like if it's too high quality then you actually will see the lines that have been erased um, so what these photographers oh. did uh, was, you know, take higher quality pictures, up close pictures, and you could really see the borders 
of like Palestinian villages that were demolished. And that's what like that's pretty much like word for word what the wall text said for that exhibition is that exactly. And I was just like, but I'm seeing this in Tel Aviv Museum, so I'm mm -hmm. super confused. And Tel Aviv was just confusion yeah, for me. Yeah, yeah, it's like you're a lot to right. Process. Yeah, to like. Yeah. So like I, you admitted the thing, but you're doing the thing. Right. Yeah. yeah. It feels yeah. like an oxymoron. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's the weast. Are a lot of things. <laughs> and, uh, so it was like MoMA. So it was a lot of stuff at MoMA. You know, like yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, even this term weast. There's like a lot of problematics with you know, this divide of West and East yeah. and like, is it really that different? And it's like, right. not really. It's just like one happens to have more money, more capital than the other. And like, can the West even be a thing? Right. It's like, no, because West and East as isolated terms are so problematic. And then you put them together. And it's just like, yeah. no, I'm pretty sure like the West is going to like dominate this East. And right. I guess you can kind of see it with like the word itself. You look at yeah. it, you have, yeah. it starts with the West. It's like on the West's terms. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, can I go on a tangent here? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so speaking of, like, what the fuck is Tel Aviv, I got this casting call that I literally mm. don't know what it is. Like, someone was sending it to me for, like, extra work. Oh. Uh. And it's about, like, I'm not gonna do it, but it's about, like, climate protesters in Tel Aviv. Mm. And it's for some show called Gaia? Oh. Uh. And I... Have you heard of this? I, like, I actually want. I actually want to look it up. Yeah. Um, but I didn't. I'm like, is this some like greenwashy thing where it's like? I mean, it's all washing. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of how there's like protesters in yeah Israel like yeah. quotes right, um, where they're holding you know black light like during the Black Lives Matters protests and like mm -hmm. um, they're holding these signs saying that. And it's not so, like, it's not, like, colored people versus, like, white people or, like, white people um, colonizing colored people. Because, like, for example, the soldier that pointed his rifle at me was black. And it's kind of mm -hmm. just, like, it's not so simple. It's really not simple. Yeah. And how um, yeah. people are used as, like, minority people, second-class citizens, whatever you may be, are weaponized. Or, or yeah, literally. yeah, brainwashed. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Like, it is literal. He was pointing a rifle at you. Yeah. Like, that... Yeah. Yeah, minorities truly are weaponized. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God. Uh, they made my niece cry. I hate that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's traumatic. But that was en route to, um... What's it called? Birzeit University and... Does your niece live there? Yeah, 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 well, in Khalil, yeah, and uh, we were just like, yeah, for like the time that I was spending time with family, uh, going to like Birzeit, I mean, I didn't actually get to set foot on campus campus, I was actually right outside the gates because it was closed, but yeah. it's funny because it felt like Berkeley, where I did my undergrad, oh, so this is, I guess, like another case of like, I don't know, me learning not through textbooks, yeah. um, but learning through experience. my body yeah, and experience right. of, oh, there's not really like this difference. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just people are made to be different, um, mm -hmm. which is like the whole problem. It's the root of yeah. the problem. It is the issue. Uh, 
So have you started like editing and processing this film yet? Yeah, yeah, I have. And What's that been like revisiting it? I cry a lot. <laughs> I was in the sure. library working on it and I was just like crying and it was so emotional. I just like see these videos of my niece. I see um, yeah. myself at a rave. <laughs> like, yeah, so that's another thing. Like I really experienced, like I was like, I'm gonna be myself here. Mm-hmm. I mean, to an extent. Um, Cause I had to like perform good boy mm-hmm. for my family. Yeah. yeah. Cause I didn't want tension. Um, like... Yeah. What was that? Yeah, the yeah. Like, cutting the tension, the safety. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, I know. I get it. So, I mean, I went to this rave in Tel Aviv, and uh, it's like, is this problematic? Who knows? I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's just like privilege, I guess. And um, did a did a thing, like, if you know what I mean, yeah, like yeah. what what people do at raves, yeah. like, you know, uh, experience a different mindset, I guess. But anyways, like. Yeah on this thing (laughs) it wasn't even like that strong or whatever but i'm just like taking notes the whole time about what the fuck tel aviv is i mean i danced a little bit of course it was were you self-recording or like on your phone or oh selfieing or no i was just like taking notes literally in the club writing (laughs) like 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 i'm in the club writing on in my notes app yeah no straight up yeah i mean the whole time i was pretty much journaling taking videos um Mm -hmm. And yeah, because I, I knew that I needed to work this out later because it was it was like, yeah, but I didn't want to get so distracted by video and uh, text that I wouldn't be able to experience it at all. Yeah. But I feel like that's yeah. such an MFA thing. Like, true. Goes <laughs> to a rave. Yeah. Takes <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but it's important to get your thoughts as yeah. you're experiencing it. Yeah, I hope I keep this sort of way of living, this like practice after my MFA. Um, I think it's been really helpful for me to build my own routine and it's given me space mm-hmm. um, for me to know how I want my routine to be, know how I want to be as an artist and what type of artist I am. I feel like the type of artist that I, the, the class of artist that I kind of... Um, what is it that I idolize, I guess, or that I feel the most respect for are mm-hmm. the Emily Jasers, the Akram Zateris, Willy Drad, um, this whole class, Jalal Taufi, um, th- this class of artists, um, research based and all that. And yeah. yeah, shout out to them for building this foundation for us, um, this legacy for us to follow through with, and but also make our own. Because I feel like I kind of want to make that class of artists a little mad. <laughs> or, like, or at least like a little confused. Like, yeah. oh, like what? And yeah, I mean, I was, I was yeah. talking to Akram Zahtari and he was like, you know, you don't have to make sense. Like this is early on. Like I think if the, this was before I started my MFA. And yeah, and as soon as he told me that, because he had been looking at my work and a lot of it was like Palestine, Palestine, Palestine. Right. And it was just the very traditional like focus on the violence against Palestinians. Yeah. Um, and I think that that was probably the best advice, most important advice that I had ever received. Um, That's yeah, good. To, yeah. Right? Yeah. Nonsense. I feel like nonsense, right. like you will only find answers by experimenting and exploring and yeah yeah we are contradictory beings mm. like non all, like in every 
in every way. So like, yeah. yeah, trying I feel to like ignore that in the mm. practice is probably futile. Yeah, I. I, I feel yeah. like there's so much pressure, not necessarily when you're making art to make a lot of sense, especially if you have a solo practice. At least I feel this way because I've been doing a lot of solo work lately, whether mm. I like it or not. COVID. Um, True. But I feel like not necessarily pressure in creation to make a lot of sense, but in like putting a wrapper on it. Mm. and being like this is what my work is about yeah this is my this is my artist statement this is mm. my residency application yeah this is how i'm introducing myself at the showing mm. like there's so much pressure to give a clear yeah. definition of who you are and what you're doing mm. um even if you're trying to figure that out yourself and you're like having to yeah not I mean, even maybe like, if you're not trying to figure it out you're just like doing right not even yeah. like you're in, in an undeveloped stage just like Right. Maybe that's not the the thing. Maybe yeah. yeah. Maybe yeah. Not, I didn't, yeah, yeah. Not undeveloped. I guess like I don't know. Yeah, just like forcing you to put words right around something that like you shouldn't always have to. Yeah. I mean. It's, yeah. I mean, this is why yeah. I'm a fan of my artist statement because it's kind of like you don't really get the answer from it. Mm-hmm. It's like oh, it's about borders, but also like it's about not being bordered by the border and like what is the border and like blah 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 but also I guess this reminds me of a conversation I was having with a friend um, uh, about identity and labels and how uh, labels are a shortcut for trying to know about a person and it really comes at the expense of not knowing the person at all and Mm -hmm. kind of violent I guess in some cases if you have certain feelings about certain labels Um, yeah, it's just that if you know, I if you identify as something, and you tell people this and advertise yourself as this, then they're gonna think they know everything about you because uh-huh. of the assumptions behind those labels. And it's just like, no, that doesn't even really work. And yeah. I don't think it ever works. Actually, you, I, I like, I don't want to really identify as anything. And I guess that's the most like queer thing I can do, right? And um, if you want to know me let's kick it (laughs) you know yeah I had a a conversation recently when someone was like oh well do you feel that you would say you do work about identity Mm. um and I was like I wouldn't be upset if someone said that but I also Mm. feel like um that's not the level at which I feel drawn Mm. to create things like that's kind of like the I feel like I work on a level that's about like emotions and experiences and embodiment Mm. and that's like the stuff Mm. that identities are made of so it's not like a total stretch that you're like this relates to an identity right i'm not avoiding that but i don't know that that's really the the like i don't know molecular biology like it's it's like this is like the the molecules and that's the cell level yeah Yeah. you know micro versus macro level yeah Yeah. it's like identity but like not identity how like identity is made yeah um I actually really would love to talk about a project that I worked on right before my trip. Yeah, go for it. Or like it ended in Palestine, actually. Mm. Um, So with all of the violence, the most recent, um, you know, violence uh, that Israel enacted against Gaza and uh, that whole period during May, um, I started carrying this rock around in New York City as a form of solidarity with Palestinians and also a literalization of the baggage that I carry with me as a Palestinian living in New York City. And so 
I was just carrying this rock around and this rock taught me so much actually because it, it taught me how little it takes to make a situation weird or different or um and weird not as a negative thing just weird as like different yeah. um and um yeah i'm just like i was just carrying this rock around for 48 days um and i actually brought it back to palestine like it's kind of yeah, it, it just like ended in Palestine. I transported it with me in my luggage. Uh, How big was the rock? Yeah. Well, so actually, it was very. Um, it, 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 the project changed over time because at first I was like, I'm gonna carry a different rock every single day, um, but actually, like the rocks that I started with were fucking up my shoulder. <laughs> like, like oh, you can carry a rock, and it's like, oh, it's not that heavy, but, you know, if your arm is swinging around with it the entire day, yeah. it's gonna dislocate your shoulder a little bit. Which um, maybe is uh, not to dislocate your shoulder. Right. I think the metaphor is the point that, yeah. like, you can carry something and it's yeah. okay until you keep doing it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it also taught me how much... It made me pay attention more. Um, because I was very self-conscious. I was very aware of myself and the spaces I was entering into because I was in performance mode the entire time, even though it was just such a small thing to really turn on um, performance mode. Um, like my privilege, you know? And But also it was kind of um, a reminder of, or a clarification of who I am and where I live because, you know, uh, I'm carrying this rock and... Um, where am I going with this rock? Um, I'm going into like, I mean, at, at one point during the performance, because it was so long and things had sort of like calmed down a little bit, it felt okay to go out and like party and whatnot. But right. still, like this performance was going on for such a long time, I I ended up like bringing it into a party, and it's just like, oh, this feels weird. But then also, why does it feel weird? Because Palestinians are supposed to be oppressed and sad and dehumanized and all of this but instead I was actually being a Palestinian at a party um, it was a good conversation starter too like sure. yeah. yeah like oh why are you carrying this rock or what is this the or party like rock. yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> screaming. screaming yeah it wasn't everything rock um, eventually I did stick to one size rock that was pretty like representative as much as I could um, yeah. of a New York rock versus a rock in Palestine because um, I don't imagine people are like throwing rocks that are dislocating their shoulders or whatnot um, yeah. Oh. yeah wait so how big was the, the end one yeah I mean it was like the size of my palm I guess okay. oh, yeah. yeah so it, it wasn't damaging my I mean I had like surgery on my wrist a couple years ago so it kind of hurt but you know whatever um yeah, but it's it's interesting. Uh, yeah, I also was documenting this performance a lot. And um, I guess, again, like another place that really made me question um, myself and sort of, I guess, the messiness that I've talked about, like the messy, you have to like make a mess in the kitchen to make a good meal, I guess. Like, I guess I'm not saying that I, my work is it can be problematic at times but this is only because I'm trying to get to a place that isn't problematic or I'm trying to get through the problematic to the answer yeah. and so it's like I, I go into a, a sexual health clinic and you know I'm getting tested um, which everyone should do and all of that you know the whole deal um, and uh, you know I have this 
rock here and like urine sample here like all of these different samples and it's kind of just like okay is this disrespect is this like what is this what's going on right now and i don't know i think it's because right because like our bodies are so stigmatized and policed and all of that and um it's also because i'm it's like a palestinian isn't supposed to be like sexually active or something maybe is like part of the baggage behind that or like a Palestinian isn't supposed to be getting an HIV test because uh, like who they're having sex with and whatnot or right so it's just like oh but also it's just like well also these byproducts of the body are considered like very I don't know it's just like a whole it's just like the attachment to the body and like how we're like assumed to be dirty so it's like, there's going to be feelings that arise when you look at my work. And um, I've experienced uh, drama with my work before. And it's just like, I, I, my intentions are good, you know? Like, I'm on, like, the good side, I assume. I mean, that's biased of me to say. But, but like, I want the best for Palestine. And I'm open and yeah. wanting to have a discussion. And I want all of us to learn and experiment so we can figure out new solutions because you know just as we're doing our activism there's also um you know the antagonists towards our activism and they're learning new methods and techniques so we should be doing the same and um really respecting ourselves by critiquing ourselves and challenging ourselves and all of that like yeah no one's finished learning Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Like I, I'm a fan of critiquing Palestine. Even you know, there are issues in Palestinian society, and I feel like, but also definitely criticize the fuck out of Israel. Right. Mm-hmm. That's like the primary critique that needs to take okay. place. It's yeah. it's so much more. Um, uh, what is it? Urgent, of course. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, we should critique our own people and be open. And critique isn't a negative thing. Um, it just means respect. Uh, right, if you don't yeah. care about something... You're not going to critique. Gonna, yeah. yeah, you're not going to try to like w- make it improve or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I've like heard arguments yeah. of like, oh, we shouldn't so publicly critique. I don't know. Because there's like cases of um, this being used as an example like pinkwashing for example right, right? right it's like oh palestine is homophobic or whatever right it's like and how it's just internal like, does this discussion need to stay yeah but it's also like so it's like they're gonna weaponize anything yeah no like, exactly weapon, like uh-huh. if, uh-huh. if you don't do anything that could be possibly weaponized right you're just gonna like sit in your room because yeah could be yeah no i mean colonizers are gonna colonize yeah. um i yeah. you know when what? europe was colonizing our <laughs> like cases of uh France and Britain colonizing North Africa mm-hmm. uh, one example they used was women's rights and it was like yo like women there had less rights than in North Africa even yeah. like you know the yeah, case like of these, property and like, look at yeah yourselves. right yeah. exactly so yeah. it's like I don't know we need to be careful I don't know I just want the best for everyone and I'm trying to learn and um all of that yeah. yeah colonizers will colonize is they'll find you know, a way they'll find a way because yeah, yeah. What you give them or not they're not right what you yeah. give them to, to use or not yeah i mean so yeah because they're not right um so right. they'll do anything 
and just say they're right even when they're wrong and mm -hmm. you don't have to be right or I don't know I'm trying to fix yeah. I'm trying yeah, to figure this out really, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah I know what you mean there's this like idea that you have to like portray yourself so perfectly mm -hmm. so that there's there will be nothing yeah for colonizers to use end. as a weapon but they'll mm -hmm. just be like we're colonizing people because we don't like their shirts or something yeah 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 no exactly yeah i mean it's kind of like that with the hijab anyways yeah basically yeah right it was just a different way of living yeah we don't like your clothes right literally yeah yeah well where can people follow you online yeah my social media attack me no no i'd love to see some love and have discussions and i'm very friendly and um yeah so my Instagram is uh, Fadil Fakhouri. I can spell that because I don't know. We'll put yeah. it in the description. Yeah. yeah but... Oh, okay, cute. Yeah, we'll yeah. do yeah. yeah. And if you want to see some of my work, um, it's colonized.info, colonized past tense. Um, oh, that's my portfolio. I like it. Yeah. yeah, short and sweet. That's cool you got that. So. Yeah. It wasn't that expensive to get either. I thought Good, it'd be like yeah. a gajillion dollars, but it was it not. It sounds expensive, but I guess the dot info, like people don't think to get this dot info. Yeah, yeah. dot yeah. info. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, and that's pretty much it. When yeah. we were looking for like the queerarabs.com, mm. we were surprised it was available. Yeah. True. Yeah. And queerarabs.com. And queerarabs.com mm. was taken. Which was like, it's to be so fair, almost four yeah. years ago now. Is that fair? Three, wow. and Three and a half years ago, which mm. I think is a pretty different scene than mm. today, which even though it doesn't seem like a long ago, it, 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 it was, is with yeah, regards to this kind of representation. Yeah. But even then, it's like, you'd think somebody. Yeah. You think it was honestly? Surprising. You think Zionists would take True. <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Thankfully, we beat them to it. But Hell yeah. Like we love winning. Really surprising. <laughs> yeah. Mm, yeah. Well, thank you so much for being on this. Yes. Uh, I love that we got to do this in person. Mm. We had the thunder with as part of it. Like, yes. It, made, <laughs> it was just a mood. Yeah, it was such so, a mood. Yeah. Yeah. And if thank you didn't you. hear it, just know that it was It was there. Yeah. It was very much there. I yeah. feel like if this mic works at all, hopefully <laughs> it'll show. Or yeah. it's really good at filtration and then too good. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well yeah. Well, good. thank you so much for having yeah, me. I love talking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thank you all for listening. Uh, you can follow us on Insta, Twitter, and Facebook at The Queer Arabs and email us at thequeerarabs at gmail.com. Bye, y'all. Bye-bye.